<laughs> Welcome to episode 79 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along mm-hmm. with family. Beside me, we got Slim Reaper himself, Jace, representing the world. You can say the first one here. I was the first one. That is when we got my cousin repping Atlanta Hawks, Mr. DeMond. Guys. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and last but not least, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter, rocking the Los Angeles Dodgers jersey, fresh off a World Series championship. Cutter. I could have worn my Dodgers jersey. I could have worn mine too. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? I didn't know that was the theme. I'm good, man. I'm living good. Me and Bruiser just started the first episode of the uh, Every Yards Matters podcast. That was dope, my boy. Got some good topics out before the game. And anyways, I'm good though. How you doing, Jace? Representing the world. Nobody asked you. Okay, yes. Carter. Okay, Carter. How are you doing? I'm messing with him. Uh, I'm good. Living life. Uh, Mr. Jace, how are you doing? Representing the world. I'm stressed, man. This school stuff, man. It got me. It got you. You good? Don't huh? Don't miss that. Good? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm always gonna be good with school. I'm just gonna stress that, man. Well, pray, hope, praying for better days, of course. Hope you're doing well. Of course, of course, of course. Thanks. I'm well. I'm well. I'm good. Tired. Fresh from a doctor's appointment. Got the flu shot. I got you. So you got that COVID shot? Uh, <laughs> before we start, <laughs> I like to say this is the podcast for election day. So uh, rather than put it in the middle of the podcast, I'm going to put it in the forefront for our viewers. Make sure you go vote. Early vote if you haven't. November 3rd isn't the day to vote. It's the last day to vote. Make sure you go vote. Uh, vote to your conscience. People have died for us. We're our right to vote. So make sure you get out there. You vote. Anybody else want to talk about voting during this voters episode? We're going to name it Vote, I guess. That's vote. what it seems like. I'm going to be a stat with y'all boys. I almost cried when I voted this time. This is my first time voting. And oh, like, wow. No, you got to think, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Look. I almost teared up because I went with my mama, right? Right. So... Seeing her vote and stuff like that, she didn't vote for you know a long time. But like, if we was like sixty years ago, I couldn't go nowhere with her in the vote because she Talk about it. She's a woman, so <laughs> you know, sixty years ago, women weren't allowed to vote. So it just it. brought a little tear to my eye a little bit. You know, seeing all the seeing all the um African Americans running the um little registration to vote and stuff like that. It was it was nice. So. Yeah, go ahead and vote. Jay, so throw Demond, Derek. Do you have anything to say? A vote, man. That's it. It's that simple. Is it? Yep. Make sure you go out there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Make sure you move your computer over, Bruce, so you, we only can see the black. Nah, it don't matter because you're gonna see that. Oh, it don't matter. So shut up. That boy came. That boy came in and uh, jingle said they're gonna uh, copyright Demond. Still in they uh they matter. Can't even even say it. <laughs> I guess it's out. <laughs> my boy Uncle Rucker say no relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we can start. We're gonna start with the NFL today. Got a lot of basketball news to get into as well. But before let's start with Dez Bryant signing with the Baltimore Ravens on their practice squad. He's excited. He's motivated. He said he shed a tear when he got the news. Uh, I start with Demar. How you mm. feeling about this day's news? They officially signed it last week. There was in discussion, but now it's official. How you feeling, buddy? I, I like the move with them signing Des Bryant. I said earlier, I've been 
saying this whole offseason, they needed another weapon to go on the outside. And I believe they felt good with Hollywood coming in, but didn't really know. And that hasn't really panned out too much. I thought they'd be in the running for A.B., but not so much. You know, he ended up with Tampa. But I like the move with Dez. I asked Derek what his favorite Dez memory was, and he, he brought up the Green Bay catch. I didn't – that wasn't it for me. I'm thinking of Dez moments against the Lions – uh, can't guard him in the end zone. I'm um, thinking against his three touchdown game against Philly on Sunday night. I mean, Dez is like that, man. I know it's been a while and he tore it. He had the injury with the Saints, but hey, man, if Dez could give them a little bit of what he used to be, they'll be even more dangerous. This is already a dangerous team. You agree, Mr. Easterwood? Uh, yeah, I do agree. I'm happy to see him back in the league and stuff like that. It was watching. Uh, huh? Watching. No, I'm playing Maddie. But um, I was happy to see him get back in the league and stuff like that. What you laughing for, bro? No, you suck at Madden, bro. For surely. You can play me. But um, happy to see him back in the league, you know. Yeah. I can't even talk because these boys, like, they just trying to play me or something. Like, trying to, I ain't like that or something. I got you. Cut. Did you like the dance move officially? I don't. Not like it, nor do I like it. I don't think it really matters. But if he does see the field, I think he'll be a veteran receiver that they can use. I like how they were able to make the most out of Willie Sneed after New Orleans. I didn't expect Willie to be able to thrive as much as he did. Um, Hollywood's going to keep growing. So having him there is not a bad thing. And I, is Duvernay hurt or something? I was just – I haven't heard much of him. So I don't Starts on kickoff, punt return. Uh, I think he's earned I feel like they don't utilize him enough. But the, the thing about the Ravens is they – they keep they're getting better at their passing game because that's what they, they they struggle at. They don't want to throw the ball if they don't have to. So they say they're slowly working and doing it. They say he's earning a larger role on offense, like week to week. Yeah, I, I like well, I like what he can be for them. They, but, uh, you no, know, I'm not against Dez doing it. Demond told me the practice squad thing is just a thing they're doing because I feel like signing somebody that's a veteran like that to the practice squad was kind of a little disrespectful. Like he don't need the money, so. But I, I guess it's a process, but yeah, I didn't know it was doing that because AB didn't go to the practice squad. So, you know, I just thought. I think um, the practice squad, because we just seen it recently, Eric Reed for the Washington football team, he denied, they offered him to be on, offered to be on a practice squad and he declined saying that his resume speaks for itself. He should be starting. He shouldn't, he should already be on an active roster. He shouldn't be on a practice squad. So for Dez to take this route is like, he's willing to put in the work, show that he can, be the role receiver he used to be, or like something around that to be. I think he's going to be a part of a team. He just don't want to give up his career yet. He's not ready to call it quits. That's what it is. Okay. I think he could be a potentially the third best or fourth best receiver on his team if he gets acclimated to the offense. Yeah. I think he, I think he, his track record is he's better than them. So if he's anywhere near where he was, then like DeMond said, then he's walking in better than them. <laughs> Got you. Um, other NFL news, let's talk about the NFL trade deadline that is approaching. They had some moves already happened today and yesterday. Everson Griffin went to the – where did he go? Detroit. Detroit Lions. Who you play for? Carlos, who you play for? Play for the Cowboys. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, they got him after McCoy got hurt. They say it was like yeah. uh, Jerry Jones trying to point a finger at somebody that's not leading the team or something like that. So they said he got him out of there. We're going to get into it. Carlos Dunlap from the Bengals was traded to DeMond, Seattle Seahawks. That's why, that's why he like wearing Hawks gear, Jace, because it got Hawks on the end. Sad, ain't it? 
um, Devontae Adams posted an Instagram post with saying me and my friends with Randall Cobb and uh, was it Kenny Stills in the background of the photo? Hinting at a re, a, re, a reunite between team. Randall Cobb and him. It's a reach. His former teammate. Former the teammate. Kenny and, Stills. And, act, activist in the league. Everybody knows him. Reach. Mm. There were reports of them making calls on Will Fuller, but I don't think Will Fuller wasn't in the picture though. If it was Will Fuller in the picture, I would have been like, all right. Uh, Regardless I, of the thing, I just think it's fun for Devontae Adams. I think it's fun for players to give us fans stuff and start making us think that way. But I think the Packers are definitely in position to add another wide receiver. Or they need one, yeah. They do. They've needed one for a minute. They should have drafted one. Well, Alan Lazard looked pretty good for him, but he went down for injury. So just to get no, some. I like, I like Lazard, but everybody else kind of just there. Let's talk about a team by team basis. Uh, Demar, talk to me about your Seahawks. What moves would you like your team to make before the uh, next Tuesday's NFL trade deadline? Well, I believe we needed to make two moves coming off this L to the Cardinals. One of them we did make by bringing in an edge rusher and Carlos Dunlap, who last year had nine sacks. We didn't even have a guy. We haven't had a guy with double-digit sacks since Frank Clark in 2018, and we know what he's doing in Kansas City. So just to get somebody in here like that, can change this defense, can make this defense better around the edge and get to the quarterback. I would also be open to adding another pass rusher. There's been reports attack McKinley and uh, Washington with the depth they have. They can move on from Ryan Kerrigan and uh, super reach, I think, in J.J. Watt. But that would be awesome getting to see him play for a legitimate contender. So um, I don't know, but I do think Seattle, it wouldn't hurt to add another pass rusher. Um, but for them, there's a lot of guys coming that, you know, we get Jamal Adams back, and Snacks Harrison is going to debut. Uh, Darrell Taylor, rookie we drafted in the second round. So there's a lot of pieces going. I don't know if they need to make another move, but it was good to see them make at least one to bring in an edge rusher. Kirk Carter, talk to me about this, the move the Saints. You will talk to me about the moves you would like the Saints to make before next Tuesday's trade deadline. I've been seeing reports that the Saints were in the market for Odell Beckham. They were one of the top three teams interested in him. I don't know how true it is. You know, the Saints won't confirm any or deny anything. They were saying we were going to trade Michael Thomas. Then they came back today and said that was – that nothing was talked about on that front. So you can't really believe the rumor mill too much. But I don't really think we need a receiver yet if everybody comes back soon. If Michael Thomas and Manuel Sanders be back next week or against the Bears or a week after, I'm fine with it. But if they're not going to be back, then, yes, I think we should get a receiver. And I think our number one concern will always and forever be that we seem like it's a never-ending cycle of needing a good cornerback. So <laughs> a cornerback will be great. I heard Stephon Gilmore is on the market, even though he's having one of his worst seasons hit, uh, statistically or based on throws his way. But I like the scenery and playing with another top five quarterback, top ten quarterback all time can make you change your play. So I don't mind giving Stephon Gilmore a call. If that's you know that's the highest person on my list. So I saw Eli Apple got cut after his uh, trash talk on the bench. I hope they don't think about bringing him back though. And I assume you agree too, Jace. Uh, you're proud of the world Saints, man. Yeah, I just hope. I mean, I don't think they'll do anything uh, before the trade deadline or anything like that. But I would like something in the secondary that will improve that horrible little unit. It might be the safety as well, but that's enough. Yeah, I don't really care. Just something in the secondary that improves it. I don't. Before we move off this NFL trade deadline, talk, let's talk about the top teams in the NFL. 
Let's talk. We're going about one more one. We're gonna start with the under, only undefeated team in the league, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are at. They sit at. Believe I believe six and zero. They are six and zero. How would what should they do to this uh tra- NFL trade line? Should they stay packed? They have a loaded, not a loaded, but they have a talented receiver roster. They still have Big Ben playing well, James Conner, and the defense still still fly around. Like do do the Pittsburgh should they stay packed? Route that team. Or do you think they should make acquisition? I don't think it would hurt to make acquisition, especially at the quarterback position. I've definitely heard people mention Sam Donald. I think the Jets are going to move off him before the end of the year, see what they have. I, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what they have. You could make that call now, but I don't think they come off Sam Darnold. But I think Pittsburgh, it wouldn't be a bad decision to bring in the quarterback because you're so now emotionally invested into the season being 6-0. and You have the defense. You have the weapons on offense. It'd just be a shame for Big Ben to go down and then everything goes down the drain. You at least want to have some type of backup plan. Um, but I, I, I think that's the only hole that they could have, and you can't predict injuries. But right now, I think they're one of the most complete teams in the league. I would say for them, I would try to replace Devin Bush, if all, if at all possible, with a linebacker, a disgruntled linebacker somewhere. Or the quarterback thing, at first I was going to say no, but that makes sense. I get what you're saying, like, because it's good for the future and it's good for now if it comes to it. Um, I also would say, I mean, James kind of looks good. And yeah, I was about to say running back, but never mind. Snell looked good too, so they don't really need that either. So <laughs> linebacker will probably be my number one priority. Yes. Um, I wouldn't do anything to that team. They're 6-0 and for a reason. Um, the point that DeMond had made, about uh, the quarterback, back quarterback, makes a lot of sense because Big Ben is a, a pretty old quarterback and he has had injuries, so why not? Uh, three more teams before we move off this topic. I'm going to start with the New England Patriots. They sit at two and four, one of the worst seasons they had in the Belichick ever, ever, ever. And I believe and reports were saying that they should sell their uh, their talent, their high, like Gilmore and others, to acquire a to acquire picks for the future. Do you guys agree with that? Or do you think this New England team should stay uh, with this core unit? The hard thing about this New England team is that a lot of players opted out. Right. More than most teams. So, missing Hightower, that's a big problem on the defense. I mean, the defense don't look that bad, but missing your – but he calls the plays, I believe. So, missing your middle linebacker is a big deal. Um, who else? Uh, Chung, Chung opted out. I don't think Chung is that – Important, but he was a starter for so many years. He was a veteran on the team. Not not gonna say important. I'm just saying, like talent-wise, it's like he's on the like bottom side of his career. Like you know, I'm saying he's on the decline. He's older, but he made you know he made key plays there. He's been there for years. Um, but to be honest, it the defense isn't the problem. It's the offense, and the offense has never been that great. And people try to say it was the system and. A lot of people started to get proven wrong, and I might have been one of those people. It looks like there it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he, he made the most out of a lot of what he had because Cam Cam don't Cam has his he's you know, his ups and downs, but he ain't really getting a lot of help either. Julian Edelman looks flat. He's like he's ready to go. So you know what my favorite thing to do is Bruiser. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow make it, a grab, Blow it up. Yeah, like. Go <laughs> ahead, blow it up. Everybody, everybody available. Blow it up. I, oh, I, I think. Does Robert Kraft, is Robert Kraft cool with starting over? 
Probably not. So then maybe you fire your your uh, first battle Hall of Famer coach too and start over if you're not content with a, a rebuild with him. Or he might not be content with a rebuild. But in terms of that market and their division, they're literally not like they can always compete in that division. So a blow up might not mean a two year rebuild. It might be a off season rebuild. But they need to go ahead and uh, shake it up now. Brady's gone. He's not coming back. Gronk's gone. The it's a new era and. This team that they have now is probably not going to get it done. However, I will say, the trade deadline is after Sunday, right? Yeah. So they play the Bills Sunday, I believe. Yep. yep. That's the game that will determine everything for me. They beat the Bills, then you're like, well, we can we can still win the division. They lose to the Bills, and if they lose in embarrassing fashion, to say the least, like anything bad, yeah, go ahead and blow it up. I can agree. I can definitely attest to that. I think um, I'm not trading Gilmore. I don't care what we're looking like. Not really sure why. I, I know this may be a down year, but this is Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> this is the defensive player of the year. This lead the league in picks last year, the pass deflections and the high uh, attributes and everything. We know what he brings to the table. I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback for the foreseeable future. We thought or not, at least we, I won't say we. Because I still believe Cam Newton needed to prove that he could still beat you from the pocket. He looked good against my team, but my team has the worst secondary in football. Ever since he got COVID, he ain't been the same. Exactly, which brings me to my next point. What are you going to do to bounce back this season? We know what Tom Brady is doing. You can't sit here and tell me that Belichick isn't at least a little bit mad that he's not on the top of this rivalry that they got going on. And we can act like it doesn't exist. But this is all we've heard for the past 20 years. Is it Brady or is it the system? And the system ain't looking good right now. So who do you bring into this system to help Cam? A name that I've heard a lot and somebody who's disgruntled, A.J. Green. Get him an outside weapon. Now, it might just be a rental for, this, for the season, but you literally have the option to move on from Cam if you don't like what you see there. You can move on from A.J. Green. And like Derek said, all these players were going on with COVID and we know how Bill Belichick likes to retool and get these guys through the draft and whatnot, see what they can do. But we need to figure out, are they going to try to make that push this year? Because they're sitting at two and four. So now's the time. You got the division. You got this game with the Bills on Sunday. This is your season right here. And we as we welcome in uh, Mr. Trey. How you doing, Trey? How you doing, bro crew? How's everyone doing? Mr. <laughs> Eaglewood, Mr. Geist, Mr. Carter. How you doing, man? We were talking about the NFL trade deadline, uh, but we, was gonna, we had two more teams left. But I, I, I have to ask you, since you're a Giants fan, we need a New York perspective from that big market. What should the Giants do before Tuesday's deadline? <laughs> well, besides uh, Mr. Mara selling the team, uh, man, we need a, we need two corners. We need a safety. <laughs> You we need like three old linemen. We need three. <laughs> we need three more. Um, Devontae Freeman. I like like he be acting like he shows the the little spurts of a dog. Like Devontae Freeman is all right. Like we're not gonna replace Saquon. So, but right now we need two corners, just decent corners. You sound ambitious. So James Bradbury isn't a decent corner. James Bradbury is not a number one. So I I that's why I said decent because James Bradbury is okay. Like he can do whatever, but we need two more 
<laughs> like we need three mediocre corners. And right now we got one. So <laughs> we need two more. Julian Love is trash. To be completely honest, I mean, it's just like the only teams that I know we are better than are the Bengals and the Cowboys right now. We're better than the Cowboys right now. I don't care. And the Jets. And the Jets. Like, and the Jets. Y'all not better than the Bengals. We're better than the Bengals. But the thing is, we played them, so I mean. Y'all gonna lose that game. You don't want to put no cash on that game. I would. That's nothing. The Bengals. The Bengals. Speaking of uh, Dallas, that's one of my last few teams, the Dallas Cowboys. People are saying they should probably sell their talent there. This is an abysmal season. Mike McCarty's not a good coach, but Jerry Jones is supporting his guy, his man. There's no Dak Prescott. It appears that it's Dak over Zeke, not Zeke over Dak by my eyes. I'm so confused. So what should they do? I'm going to start with you, Jace. Uh, What should the Cowboys do before this trade deadline? Do you think they should just stay packed, just be trash, don't do make no moves, and just be what? Four and 12, five and 11, six and 10, get a top 10 pick, or do you think it should trade and try to salvage the season? Because they still can win a division. They can still win a division. And so can the Giants. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, they're going to get a good pick regardless because they just suck right now. There's no coming back from that. Um, I would get rid of, I, I really don't know. I would say Zeke just because. Hey, hey. hey. Running backs are kind of expendable, so I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I want them to get rid of Dak too because I want Dak to get out of Dallas. So it really can go back, huh? And go where? Oh, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. love the quarterback. They know they're not trading a quarterback. Yeah, they're not quarterback. But, um, they need to get rid of Mike McCarthy too, but he's not gonna do that. Jerry that was Jones. the worst pick up. I didn't understand. So I, they have a lot to do right now, especially when that went down. They have a lot. They have a lot going on. Then Andy Dalton went down too. They are, they're on the third string quarterback. Ben Benucci. Uh, I, I, I barely even know his name. I don't know how to pronounce it. So um, yeah, I would tank, even though it's not hard for them. They'll just lose. But, um, yeah, and they'll be in the running for whoever. They might have a top five pick, honestly. Uh, DeMond, guys, do you agree? Yeah, this season's over for the Cowboys. It just comes down to – I would, I mean, you have the talent. Uh, Tyron Smith is out for the year. Uh, we know they lost Travis Frederick and Zach Martin's out for the year. And Lyle Collins. I mean, this is a down year for them. Lost Dak. So, I mean – I'm not. I'm not moving Zeke. This is a guy that we talk about being the best running back in the league. Just, I mean, imagine saying in 2016 that David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, and Le'Veon Bell situations are a little rocky right now. It it it, it looks weird. So I'm. You got CD. If there's anybody that they could think about moving, uh, I've heard Amari Cooper. Um, Cooper. I wouldn't move Coop just because I just paid him, and I believe he is one of the elite receivers. Or it has the talent to be. We we seen Amari Cooper go for 180 in his sleep. Now let's not act like, but um, they have a lot of talent. But at the end of the day, it starts on defense. So um, you get that defense, you get that low pick. Um, but if they're trading for anything, this deadline definitely needs to be for defense. And I mean, I'm like we talked about, uh, I believe last week, Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan. Yep, guys that they could go get if they wanted to make that push still this year. But again, 
starts with that defense. Before we uh, move on to preview week nine, week eight of the NFL, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite team to win the uh, Super Bowl this season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They recently acquired Antonio Brown. The defense is the number one defense in all the football, playing lights out. And Tom Brady is slowly but surely figuring out the offense. What should the uh, Buccaneers do? So what should the Buccaneers do this trade line? Do they just stay packed? Chris Godwin is dealing with an injury, but that's why they brought in AB. What do you guys think the Bucs need to do this trade line? Speak for Jalen, somebody. Somebody, please. Jalen, since I'm his bestie. What do the Bucs need to do? Yep. They already did. You said what? They already did it. I mean, what else can they do? There's nothing really more to be like. And I mean, you know, and like, it's not like back. A lot of times in football, having the best team on paper don't lead to the, but you don't want at the end. So I feel like they're peaking week nine. They will be there. They will be at their peak level. If, well, that's if Godwin play. Now if Godwin's out too, then you still ain't gonna have seen them at full form. They got another level they could tap into when all three of those guys are on the field. However, I feel like, like I said, it's not basketball. Having the best talent don't equal getting the best. You know, having a uh, ring. You gotta have the best team or be. You know. Not team, but all the same way. We obviously seen the Clippers, ain't it? Well, I knew the Clippers was flawed, but yeah, you gotta have the 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 chemistry to be the champion. So the Bucks, I wouldn't add anything. I mean, they could get another tight end if they want to, but they don't really need one. But I think OG Howard's still out, right? So, um, trash. <laughs> so it's like if I'm them, I keep all my picks. I keep everything I got. We gonna just keep adding on, adding fuel to the fire. Next year, but it's nothing I'm chasing. I'm not chasing. I'm not desperate to trade anybody. None of that. You agree, Trey? Um, who is that? They got Antoine Winfield from uh, what Iowa State, Minnesota. Minnesota. Who is that? Jamal, yeah. They got they got they got bro from Auburn, D back uh, Jamal Dean and somebody else, right? Yep, uh, Brantling and um, Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis from Auburn. Yeah, Jamal. I mean, I don't think I was thinking it was a D back. Like yeah, a too. I think the safety. I just know Antoine Winfield is holding it down. Like their safeties are straight right now, but their corners seems like their weakest link on their defense. And like a nose, who they got? Ventavea and nose guard. Ventavea's out. So yeah, so I would say like a nose guard, a D tackle. But you see, I'm reaching. Got Jordan Whitehead and uh, Mike Edwards as the other two safeties. And they just acquired um, a DT from the uh, Jets. I forgot his name, but he used to play with Tapos. I was about to say, D tackle and D tackle and D back is literally the only. What you said, Demar? Thank you. Who is it? They got McClendon from the Jets. Oh, McClendon. I thought of Dalvin Thomas. From the Jets? Yeah, for, for like a six round pick, I believe. Something like Randall's long. Oh, wait, he's like 29. He must be. Oh, McClendon's good. The Jets are in like complete rebuild mode, huh? Oh, well. Again? They're in complete well. never were building mode. They never, <laughs> never had it. But that was the only thing I would think for the Bucks. Like the Bucks on paper. Steve McClendon's 34 years old. He's an old veteran. No, he's Bucks a veteran. on paper, low key look like. The Bucks are the Clippers of the NFL. Talk about it, Jace. Tell me why. They needed all they needed X, Y, Z, A, B, C to make Brady look good. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna be the one to say it. Why the hell they needed Antonio Brown? Oh no, nah. Bruce Arians. They got Rob Gronkowski. They got OJ Howard. They got Mike uh what's it called uh 
Chris Godwin. They got who else? He spoke on it. Bruce Arians said you can't have enough weapons. Like that's fine. They're gonna. That's fine. They're gonna lose though. Still, I don't care. <laughs> Boy is not finna do nothing. I like them over the Panthers and the Falcons. Yeah, I do too. Facts. Uh, let's preview week eight of the NFL real quick. I'll go first. The matches I'm looking forward to this week. That Bengals Titans game. The Bengals might actually bust that game. I'm sorry. That's the Titans. I know you say they're gonna win. The Bengals are okay. Mm. This is what I will shout out. Uh, Julian Gerard Stevens drink. You know, <laughs> biggest Bengals fan I know. I actually sat down and looked because I I thought the Bengals were they're one and five and it looks ugly because everybody else has at least four or five wins in their division, but they are in the top. Two, three hardest division in football, but the Bengals are in every game they play. They only got blown out one game. They got blown out one game. Got you, buddy. So it's like, and it was. Did they play the the Ravens? Was the blowout? The Ravens was the blowout. I want to yeah. say that's the blowout. Yeah, they only had like. Six so points. other than that, like the Bengals have been in, and the Titans. I don't believe in the Titans, but I've hey. never believed in the Titans ever. That's everybody's opinion about the Titans. We don't believe in them. We just think they just get hot, then it just gets goes soft. A, it's like their game plan. They run the ball. They might depend straight. on their defense. Titans might win three straight and then lose to the Ravens. <laughs> but they could beat the Ravens too. That's the thing. They could beat them. So they they just did it. So yeah, I'm sure about that close game. Go ahead, market. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, the Bengals over Titans. Yeah, you tripping about that close game cut. They. Nah, I, I think they if they split, they'll win the one at home and then lose the one in Indianapolis. Gotcha. Plus, Philip Rivers ain't Rivers ain't played that defense in. in Ty Hilton doesn't even look like a. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who <laughs> Ty Hilton is. I've never. Ty not the same receiver without Andrew Luck. He not. He was doing good with Brissett. Why he can't do good with Rivers? Well, he wasn't doing like Andrew Luck. Like Ty Hilton was like a top ten wideout with Andrew. Ty Hilton on the block. No. I was asking. I just wanted to know. I'm just curious. I got him in one league. He ain't played a game. He played one game. <laughs> Imagine I'm looking forward to this week is definitely that Niners Seattle game. Um, five and one versus four and three. The NFC West is the best division of football. Pivotal division game. Wait, where is that? I see. I see your cursor on charge. Oh. Yeah, uh, pivotal divisional game. Pivotal uh, for playoff implications as well. And I ain't gonna take long. So another game I am looking forward to this week is, of course, arguably the best NFL rivalry in football. The six and zero Steelers versus the five and one Ravens. Another big matchup for Pittsburgh. They're going into MNT Bank Stadium against the Lamar Jackson in that defense. This time, Big Ben is there. And who am I taking? I don't know yet. Demond, you go. You go ahead. <laughs> Got the two same game of the weeks. Forty uh, Nine versus Seahawks. Seahawks coming off an L. The Forty Nine are hot. Big game for the Seahawks. Like you said, uh, playoff ramifications. Uh, I think, you know, not, I think every game for the NFC West is, like, must win for each team. I mean, like, you can't afford to lose. So, when I look at the 49ers, they got the Packers coming up, Saints and Rams. Like, the NFC is about – the playoff picture in the NFC is about to become way more clear with play, uh, with tiebreakers and such. So, I'm excited to see what the Niners put on tape. But it's going to be big for them not having Debo Samuel. Like you said, the Steelers versus Ravens. This is what we all wanted last year. Big Ben was not there. And this, hey man, the Steelers the last two weeks have played the biggest game. And last week they 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 showed what they need to show. So this week they get the Ravens, they get the reigning MVP, but that defense, 
Hey. Did they did they show what they needed to show? I was about to say, Bruiser, on your screen right there, what defense is screaming at you? Oh, um, Big Ben is under pressure. <laughs> Miles Garrett. All I see is Miles Garrett and J.J. Watt. I don't see nothing else. Von you don't, Miller, see, Brand, you don't see Brandon Graham? He's a uh, top four in sacks this season. Brandon from, Graham? From the Eagles, yep. Top six. Brandon eight, Graham. Five, five, Eagles, the Eagles suck, though. Ain't like 35. Well, yep, they're uh, they're two and zero against teams with winning records and four and zero against teams with losing records, but they consistently undefeated. Hey, well, let me hop into this. Um, okay. The, the the defense didn't stop the Titans. The kicker stopped the Titans because they should have went to overtime. But the first half, the defense was playing. Great. It did, but they, can they finish games? We don't know. Okay. That guy they made that field goal. They go to overtime. Do the Titans get the ball first? Do the Titans win? We don't know. Or do you know? But that defense in the second half didn't look like what everybody's telling me they are. Pull up their first three games again. Giants, who and who they had the Broncos, Texans. Texans come on, <laughs> that's the first. I have, three easiest um, games. I guess I, I guess it's a good time for me to say I will be tuning in that Steelers Ravens game. I got the Ravens winning. I'm not. Wait, go back today. Go back today. Uh, their schedule is pie. Schedule pie as hell. Their schedule is pie. The Raven, the, the divisional games are their hardest games, and the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> that call, hey, don't see one week sixteen. I like the Colts. I'm on the Colts. What do you like? Tell me. Talk about what you like with their the Colts. defense is top five with Darius Leonard and DeForest. Isn't Lutton. their defense always good with that Tampa two defense? Nah, it's it's alright, but it, it ain't never been top five before. Even though the Colts do did play a weak schedule to start off the season, I just think the only issue with the Colts is is Phillip Rivers and his consistency. Yeah, Phillip Rivers. If they if the ball's in his hand, like he got to throw like thirty. Plus passes. I don't trust. The Colts have a pie schedule too. The AFC. That's the problem. Uh, (laughs) Any, any. Like I was saying, uh, I got the Ravens going in that game. I'm not scared to say it. I got the Ravens over the Steelers. That's a big game. I also, like y'all said, the Seahawks 49ers game will be good, but I think the Seahawks will win. Um, Like, what's the word? What they say? Like, without convincingly. Convincingly, yes. The Seahawks win that game convincingly. Yes. Wait. Was convincing. You know, can you know convincing? I got, I got Russell Wilson throwing four touchdowns and beating them by fourteen plus fourteen points. You know that's not the spread, right? You're crazy. I don't care about the spread. I'm telling you what I that's my spread. Anyway, I'm also excited to see my Saints is y'all keep me. Richard Sherman hurt. I said fourteen. Even they're gonna win by fourteen. Yes, Richard Sherman is hurt. Hey, bro, ain't you the one that said the Forty Nine ers suck? I know I backtracked that statement when they beat. I'm not backtracking. I stand. I'm standing on it. I'm standing on it. They not that good. I admit when I'm wrong, Jace. Wait, wait, what you backtracking for? And then then Debo got hurt again. And then Mostert got hurt again. And then who else got hurt? The other running back got hurt. They're a hurt team. I didn't say they suck. Wait, I haven't been watching. I haven't been that attentive. But could you click their record real quick, Bridget? I just want to see. I you gotta take with Grandson. They're 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 hurt, bro. No, I'm trying again. We could just, or are they poo? What's their, what are look, they? Look who they won. Look who they beat. They beat. Beat the Rams. That's it. That's divisional. Outside three, of that. They're one on one against winning teams and three and two against losing teams. They beat the Rams and then they beat. If they win two out of the next, if they win two out of the next three, they don't suck. They can't. I got them losing all three. I got them losing hey, all three. They might lose all three. Hey, man. That week tip matchup. I got them losing all three, and then they no. play the Rams. I got them losing all three, and then they play the Rams again, and then they're going to lose to the Rams. That's what that's the type of season they're about to have. 
That's so I, don't think, hey, I don't think the Rams can mess with them. Let me just say that. But I think the Rams sure. can. Without, are we really? Are we really just going to the 49ers are just in the AFC championship? Are we really just I mean, in, in, the, in the Super Bowl? Am I getting? Been a trusted Jimmy G. I don't bro? trust nobody that went, bro. Every team, every year, uh, NFC I've West never team said Bowl, I trusted Jimmy. When they go to the Super Bowl, they come back and they don't be the same. The only team that's consistent is Seattle. Well, I, I hope you we trust someone. Yeah, the only consistent team in that division. However, I want to see the Saints Bears because the Bears have this defense that everybody telling me we need to see, but they've been like that for the last couple of years and we beat them every time. And Talk about um, it. I also want to see Tua's debut game and I expect him to be running like hell. I like an Eddie Jackson touchdown on the Saints. Not having. <laughs> um, I want to see. I don't remember what game. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what game. I just I don't care. I don't really care too much about the Steelers and the Ravens. Like they're not trying to kill themselves anymore. So like I don't really care. Anymore. Oh, you talking about when like Ray Lewis and them? Yeah, Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs and them boys. Ray Lewis. Are y'all forgetting when Juju was about to be hooking? <laughs> that was that was still as a big game. I was like two years ago. Yep, it's more uh, rivalry between them and the Bengals than them and the Ravens now. Yep, uh, the Phillies wasn't relevant last year when they were the Ravens was like that, but this they chance to make a statement, I guess. Yeah. It is. Is there any NFL news before we move on? Um, I need to check the waiver wire. That's not news. That's news. Uh. The NBA. The NBA wants to start on Christmas Day while the players want to start on MLK Day. Which side of the coin do you guys uh, want? Or uh, flip uh, side with the NBA who wants to start on December 25th or the players who wants to start on MLK Day? The key day of the NBA in that first two month frame when they usually start in October, the most important part of the NBA when they start in October, well, they start in October and they, you know, they play, but the most important game during that time frame of that season, that beginning of the season, is Christmas Day. Christmas Day has been the most important game in that first two-month frame of the NBA forever. Like, some people don't start watching basketball for real until Christmas Day. So I can see why they want to tap into that. Plus, there's no when football on. Huh? When is MLK Day? What, what is January. January 16th. 17th. It's like, it's around that frame. But it's, they play, they play games on that day, yeah, too. January 18th. January 18th. That's they play games on that day too, and that, those games are always televised. And those games are always, um, you know, they play all Monday. They play those games, and it's televised, and that's a big day as well. Probably the second biggest day in that first three month frame. So it go Christmas Day, MLK Day, All Star Break, boom. Now everybody watching basketball because football's over. So, um, from a marketing point of view, Christmas Day will be the, the NFL has Thanksgiving, basketball has Christmas. You don't want to blow that window. However, for the player in the player's defense, I get it. Cause it's like we just finished playing. Well, some of us just finished playing in the bubble, whatever. But then I'm looking at it from the fan perspective. What's the mo- that's what you gotta figure out? What's the more important? The players? Yes, but you also get paid for this and it's your job. Whereas the fans, we pay to go watch you, like me, and I have season tickets that I have not used. Right now, I, w- I could have been to four Hawks games, haven't been to none with season tickets. So to make your bottom line and keep your customer happy, you might want to start playing some damn games before the, before the year ends. Also, it's the 2020 slash 21 season. If you start playing games in 21, yeah, it's not it's going to shift the whole pair. You know, everything's shifted. The draft's already pushed back. The draft's November 18th. It's 
I think it's time to rock and roll. And they, they talking about playing in stadiums without fans as a potential option. So now you're really talking about losing out on some money. Right. So now you're going to have to, you know, make the league pass similar to what they did when uh, they started the bubble and try to get where people can watch every game or something like that. They're going to have to figure it out. It's going to be like a slow matriculation like what the NFL did. Uh, no games, no fans, first two home games, or, yeah, then slowly get them in like what the Saints are doing. I don't, and and I think the difference in basketball and football is that football, some games are played outside with football. Basketball's inside, the seats are closer. It's gonna be weird. What, you laughing at me? No, I was laughing at Trey. He, he was doing duck lips on the screen. They popped up on the screen. Oh. <laughs> Jace, did you, do you agree with Cut? We, what do you think the NBA should do? Because there's a large sex, there's a large segment of the players that want them to start on MLK Day rather than Christmas Day, give them more time to prepare. So this is how I feel. Uh-oh, talk to us. As a fan, I will, of course, I would want NBA to come back. I like the NBA. Um, but I never feel sorry for millionaires. I'm going to just keep it a stack with you. I don't feel sorry. Hey, get your ass out there. And that's what you That's what you get paid for, right? I get paid to sell shoes at Foot Locker for 40-plus hours. I don't want to do it. I got to do it, right? Talk about it. So you getting paid millions to hoop, which is a dream to people that can't do it. And you talking about you tired. Oh, you this and that. Well, you sitting at home right now. Chilling people, they are real life people. <laughs> they people that hoop. See, all I'm hearing dollars. is this shut up and dribble. That's all I'm hearing is y'all so talking about it. Shut up and dribble. Because they telling me shut up and sell them shoes at <laughs> Foot Locker, right? They telling me shut up and sell them shoes at Foot Locker. And I don't want to, but I have to to make my money and then make sure the customers are happy. So I'm a customer of the NBA. I want to see basketball. Y'all are getting paid tenfold to hoop. I wish I was getting paid tenfold to hoop. I hoop my ass off. So I feel like they should play. But but again, that's not my place. But at the same time, I feel like they should play. (laughs) Jay, I mean, Trey, does Jay sound like an entitled fan? Tell him to shut up and dribble? See, Derek, Derek just sounded like um, a more well-versed entitled fan. He just <laughs> he kept it a little more professional, a little more sugar-coated. Jace came out and straight up said, like, I apologize, but shut up and dribble. So my stance is, it's like, I mean, I'm riding for whatever the players want to do. But that's just the scope. That's the only scope I'm looking at. I don't see owners anymore. Like, I see the players. Right. Um, but, but with what Derek was saying... I see both sides because I mean that's still a business, but I mean I'm only looking at um because like the only thing that I'm thinking about is still the numbers with the virus. So whatever is the best decision to combat uh the pandemic that we're still in is what I'll rock with. Because people wasn't really talking about it, but I wasn't really like on Twitter that Justin Turner definitely got tested positive for corona. And then this joke is like smack in the middle in the pictures. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I guess they're not tripping because the season over. So think about that with basketball and like how Dare was talking about how the seeding, uh, indoor sports and outdoor sports is a completely different beast. Like they was having people at the football, I mean at the um baseball games, but they said there was a lot into that. A, it was only the World Series, and B, like the first game, it was only like if you got like invited or something, like friends, family, family, and all that. Yeah. So 
I don't like unless they're doing stuff like that with basketball. It seems like the bubble works. So just cost like, yeah, too much money. Like, it's the NBA. They're the best league in the in the world right now. So I feel like they'll come up with a compromise. I feel you. NBA's hot. I, I they probably go towards the MLK Day start. They just yeah. they got it's a, and they, it's like, a, it's, what is set right now. Like what are they saying right now? Christmas Between Christmas Day and MLK Day. Oh no, they so they haven't picked one. Yeah. No, no, but they like the owners and the board of governor are like leading towards December twenty fifth. But the players are like, nah, we need the uh, MLK Day. <clears throat> when LeBron says he's not gonna play, they're gonna turn that to MLK Day. Well, he's one of the players I was like, they're not gonna play on Christmas Day. Yeah, I know, but when he like, did he say that himself because Danny, Danny Green, Danny said Green was trying to speak for the whole Lakers team, and I ain't like that. Why? Well, Derek Green, a veteran, bro, three times champion. Danny Green's a, he's a spoke person for like he's like that's literally. That's bro. I don't really you gotta like keep it. in mind like Grant Hill was the one speaking for the Bucks. Yeah, I mean George Hill. George Hill, yeah. Yeah, but but the difference is, bro. Danny, the difference is what Danny Green got. Green speaking, he's the champion three times, but 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 we all know Danny Green didn't play to his best. Ability. George Hill, Derek. George, <laughs> George Hill, bro. George Hill was a starting point guard and played. You would good rather guard. if George Hill's with the Lakers, you'd rather him speak than Danny Green. George Hill was speaking out on social injustice and being black in America. He's, He's black. Sponsor. Danny Green is speaking out on what the players as a unit want. I can see us all sitting now. We don't. We not gonna. I don't understand why the best. You don't make that decision, buddy. I don't understand why the best player on the team don't speak out. I, right, LeBron, LeBron makes the decision. LeBron, LeBron makes the decision for everybody. Why is LeBron trying to stop everything? Right? Why when LeBron? Speaks everybody in the NBA listen because he earned that right, Trey. Oh, no, he earned that right. I'm saying LeBron, not even LeBron trying to be with his family and stuff. Danny Green wants the lights, camera, action. On <laughs> I know you do. Speaking oh. of speaking of that Lakers team, uh, Ray John Rondo is scheduled to be a free agent, and the other LA team is interested in uh, acquiring him, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh-huh. Kawhi said he, is, he wants a true point guard, and Ray John Rondo is that. Intelligent, intelligent basketball player with two NBA championships. Would you guys like to see Rondo in that Clippers jersey? Hell no. I don't think it would matter if the co-star of the Clippers can't get it together. So if Paul <laughs> George isn't the truth, Kawhi needs, I don't know what Kawhi's talking about. I don't know what Kawhi's talking about. So y'all wouldn't want to see Rondo. Demai, you wouldn't want to see Rondo with the Clippers with Kawhi and Ty Lue. I love the NBA when it's more about storylines. And I think the NBA right now is missing a villain. I think the Clippers need to come up and take that. I don't I think the Clippers were the villain of the last year, but uh looking ahead to this year, I think it's between them and the Nets. So I mean, hey, Rondo go to the Rondo go to the Clippers. That'll be very interesting. Are they the villain or do they just people just not like them? They just like villain. I'm trying, I'm confused why the Nets are villains. What makes them villainy? They got cupcake. Well, people hate on KD and they hate on Kyrie. This That's not, they don't make them the villains. They're the most no, hated. They're, they're the villains because people are saying, like, the mind, they're going to make it to the NBA championship. That's why we hate them. That's why, they, that's why they're, like, the villain. I don't know about the Kyrie thing. I don't, I don't, I don't really see people hating on Kyrie. Then they were talking about on the podcast. What? About, I don't see it, bro. Oh, Jace is crazy. I don't see it, bro. <laughs> Don't start him, Jace. Don't don't get him started. Don't see it. People do be hating on Kyrie, though. I don't know and I was, I was about to jump in as a, a outside. People hate on Kyrie for no reason. People was hating on him. But no, he, I mean, there's a reason. reason. There's a reason they do it. I don't feel like there's a hating if there's a reason. Okay, this is what I was like. I'll say. It's no reason because 
Kyrie, like people was trying to say one person, Max Kellerman, to be exact, was trying to talk about how Kyrie thinks he's way smarter than he is. That right there, if you just put a pin in it right there, Max, you hate him. Right. How are you about to base what are you basing off this man's intelligence? You don't know you how talking about, you talking about Nick Wright. Nick Wright said that. I mean Nick Wright. Nick I ain't gonna lie. Sorry, I, agree Max. With, I agree with everything Nick Wright says for the most part. I'm gonna keep it a stat with you. Who is Nick Wright for gauge of grown man's intelligence? I agree with Nick Wright on 95. percent He do it for himself sometimes, bro. The only thing with the world is flat. Other than that's the only ignorant thing he just said about him being the taking the shots and shit, bro. No, like I look and I see someone who can hit him. Kyrie did say, uh, I wasn't talking about nobody. Everybody else was like, Well, who have you played with other than Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, LeBron? Kyrie also did say that, uh, with me and KD, we don't need a coach. Uh, me and KD, that now that's probably doing it to himself. You can't say that. Kyrie off the court and that outlandish. Is that off the court? Kyrie off the court and only like. Kyrie outside of interviews. Kyrie outside of interviews. Kyrie is a family man. Kyrie is an activist. Amazing. I love it. Now, when it's just something about when he getting these interviews, I don't know if he just be like just like, saying bro, stuff or what. Tripping. He just say he just be saying stuff. I be like, bro. That is one of the reasons I love Kyrie. That's the up top. He's a he, <laughs> he, just, he just stands on what. You know, I asked the dude. Uh, he was wearing some off whites. He was like, I asked him where you get it from. He was like, up top. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I thought it was like a store or something. <laughs> I'm from up top. That's the New York. I noticed Philly. the trend with um uh, with Kyrie lovers is that um Kyrie lovers. Yeah, Kyrie lovers are problematic. Trey, Demond, and Quiz, them my boys. Wow. Quiz, Kyrie lover too. Yeah, yeah, they wow. love Kyrie, boy. <laughs> wow, bro, Kyrie is that guy, bro. bro. Wait, don't. And I'm not saying I don't take away his talent. I don't take away from his talent. I just. It just sometimes, bro, he just say some stuff and I just be like, hey, see, no. y'all are really telling this Negro to shut up and dribble. That's crazy. I'm not telling that. No, I love, me, I love his activists. I love his fight. I love his actors. I love his fight. But the, the, was, was he the one that said, let's just start our own league? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was crazy. It wasn't crazy. It just took me to, I had to see it from a different view. But like I say, he said a lot of stuff. Every that time might, I see Kyrie, I think of Kanye. Because Ky- <laughs> you gotta be. That's comparison. No, don't compare him to Kanye, because Kyrie. No, no, that was pretty good. Wait, wait, wait. Not based on like. I'm not talking about 2020. I'm talking about Kanye West, who the genius he like. Come on. I I'll give Kyrie that. Sometimes he might Kyrie's say something. Kyrie's the one of a kind dude. But he might Kyrie's a one of a kind dude. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he is. His mind is different. Demond, you've been quiet this whole time. What's going on, man? My yeah. dummies. Not gonna defend him. Come on, Kyrie lover. You need you to say something because you, you need to be a bronze sandwich. So I guess you're a Kyrie lover. You need to play like DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> Is he gonna talk? Kyrie talks about basketball when he shoots bricks on bricks, but I'm like, I digress. Mm. Kyrie Irving. Said, no, we have to talk about it, Bruiser. We have to talk about it, Bruiser. Right, after, after the Kyrie, after the yeah, Kyrie. after this, we have to talk about it. <laughs> Kyrie. Jesus, labeled a problem. I remember a Woj article right after Kyrie said that he was willing to not, even though he didn't play, we still know the bigger picture, to sit out as a whole with the league, and he was labeled a problem maker. <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> that, that's what we waited for. We waited for that. <laughs> Bro, he told, the, he told the Boston Celtics, I'm here to stay. Left literally two months later. <laughs> 
The Boston has no loyalty. They cut Isaiah, and he yeah. gave him his soul. That's very true. I'm just saying, bro. He be doing it to himself. They ain't cut him. They traded him for Kyrie. They did trade him for Kyrie. Before we move on to the next topic, um, we've been playing. We've been hooping uh, outdoors, of course, practicing social distancing. Trey, what do you got to say to your, your teammate, Damon? Main thing I have to say is Trey Kemp and Derek Lewis held it down for our team. <laughs> Damn. For, on- yes, Jay. So for him to say the the bricks, when you shoot bricks and to have someone try to, you know, brush you off, that means you were detrimental to the team. <laughs> so what I'm going to say is that's that's false. My missed shots did not cost us any games, Jace. So I just had to throw that out. <laughs> hey, Jamal, what you got to say about that song? Oh, well, what he should respond to that <laughs> is him not banging in the paint against people who can't guard him in the paint. <laughs> But instead of taking more jump shots, oh, and his shooting percentage clip is way lower than mine. Way lower. Demond, what, how do you respond? Oh, it ain't next. <laughs> Daryl Morey. No, Demond, 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 Demond. On this meet, Zoom meeting at 9.44 p.m. on October 28th, you're going to sit here in front of Bruiser, Derek, and Jason. You're going to say, you're going to sit here, record it. It's recording. Top left-hand corner. And you're going to say, your shooting percentage is higher than mine? Shooting three points. Three points. Hey, hey, hey Bruza, you could literally take Derek's clip right now and make it. Uh, Man, I'm so glad it's saved. Because everybody can see Because Trey is boring me right now. <laughs> because you know I'm not, because you know you're capping. Got you. <laughs> Daryl Morey was hired to be the uh, president of basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers. I seen a meme on Twitter saying when Daryl Morey tells Ben Simmons to pull threes and Ben Simmons, there was a meme in his face. Was like, Ugh. So, uh, and they just hired Sam Cassell is now a part of Doc Rivers staff in Philadelphia. Are you ready to backtrack your statement, Cut Carter, about the uh, 76ers blowing up? Because they are ready, look, lock and loaded, ready to acquire some talent, give Ben and Joel some help, and compete for the in the East. You're on mute. You said retract. I don't do that. <laughs> they can do what they want to do. It won't work. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> so sign Daryl Morey for five years. Sign Doc Rivers for five years. Don't trade the talent and think it's the, well. It was the coach. Brett, Brett Brown wasn't all that, but think it's not the talent. Y'all think Doc gonna get the most out of Embiid? I like to see it. Y'all think Doc can get the most out of Ben? I'd also like to see it. Y'all think they're gonna get over the hump and beat all the other good teams? I don't see it. So Doc went, Doc couldn't carry a team with Kawhi and Paul George. In the West. No, don't matter. They lost to the Nuggets. In the West, the West matters. There's teams that can do exactly, he has less talent now, and, and the Nuggets weren't better than the Clippers. They just beat him. So now you're going to the East where you have a team that is decent, top five, top six, but there are teams better than them. And you gotta you gonna have to beat a bunch of them to get where you need to go. Don't. The top teams in the East, in my opinion, aren't that much better than the Nuggets. If you think they're better than the Nuggets, like no, I don't think better than, they're better than the Sixers. That's my point. Yeah, you talking Sixers? Yeah, no. Man, the Nuggets you weren't better than the Clippers. Doc Rivers the Clippers was. lost. Doc, it wasn't Doc fault, but Doc was a scapegoat. So now we're going to over here, and he they're gonna try to scapegoat him again because it's not it's the talent. He's they gonna have work. a better. He's gonna have a better. They got knocked out in the first. I mean, what in the division? The first round. round. The Clippers got knocked out second round. 
first round is oh first round is like wild card. What's the first round called for the for basketball? First round. The first round. <laughs> I He's I, I feel like he'll go deeper in the east than he did in the west. That's not what I'm saying. I don't see it. The east got he's gonna be harder. It's gonna be the next but, but it also depends what I was about to say. It depends matchups. If he see the nets in the first round, the sixers are not beating the nets. Listen, there the, the Sixers can't beat the Heat. The Sixers probably the can't. The Sixers beat. can beat the Heat, I think, with the dot coached better. The same way the Sixers, the same way the Heat beat the Bucks is the same way they beat the Sixers. The lack of shooting will cost you again, cost you against the Heat. If you can't shoot, you're not going to fourth, fifth, bit like the fifth best, fourth. They can't miss the Celtics, I don't think. And the Raptors going to come back next year and they're going to be up there again. I don't even like the Raptors, but they're going to be up there. The North. And you got the Nets coming. You got, you got other teams getting better. You got you got the free agency didn't even start yet. You don't know what drumming going. You don't know where a lot of people going. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the look of it. I was about to say there's only there's not more than four teams that could be better than them. No, no, there is four teams I just don't trust in the NBA to make it anywhere. Period. Name them. There it goes. The Bucks. Um, said to make it anywhere. Wait, you got to be clear now because you the just finals, the finals, the finals. Okay. Maybe not even, maybe not even conference finals. But um, the Bucks, 76ers, Nuggets, Bucks, 76ers, Nuggets, and Rockets. I don't agree. I don't agree with that Nuggets one. I don't agree with that. Reason being, the Nuggets are in the West, and they're they can always have the best record, this and that, but they have to see the Lakers if if they make it to the conference finals. Like every okay. Time. Quarren, so can't make it to the Bradley Bill. Again, Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. Devin yeah. Booker. Devin Booker to Denver. Who's getting Devin Booker? No, Devin Booker staying in Phoenix, or he'll he'll go somewhere else. But Bradley Bill's going to the Nuggets. That's my prediction. For what? Okay. The Bradley Bill. They don't want to. They, they want to try it again. That's another team. John Wall and Bradley Bill back. John Wall and Bradley Bill back again, and they always make the All Star. Another time. What you said? The price tag is just as high. They both had phenomenal seasons. I think, time. Book, I think Book's, Book is, yeah, Booker's attack is harder. Than younger. He's younger. Yeah. Only reason I would know, because Booker just signed the extension. Isn't Bradley Bill like going, Bradley Bill he just He just signed the two-year extension. Oh, I thought Bradley Bill needed. Bradley Bill not leaving right now because they want to see what him and John Wall going to do, who also make the playoffs every and time. Booker not, and Booker not leaving right now after they just went in on the bubble. They think they got something special in Phoenix. Nah, they, know, they know they need. <laughs> Another team that just um hired a new uh new uh head coach, Houston Rockets hired. Let me read his name, Steven Silas. He was a assistant coach with Dallas Mavericks. Son and, of an NBA veteran coach Pat Silas, I believe. Yep, and they are interested in bringing in on his staff Jeff Hornacek and Nate McMillan and Rafir Austin, also known as Skip Tamalu. It's seriously interested in coaching and joining the Rockets staff. And Jeff Hornacek is strapped up from the Jazz. And they said, yeah, and they said, um, this head coach Steven, he's um, the Rogers were sold on Silas' offensive ingenuity, his degree, his pedigree with Rick Carlisle, Steve Clifford, his father, Paul Silas, and he has also a coach of remarkable guards in his career, including Luka Doncic, Kimball Walker, Steph Curry. Now he gets to coach James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Do you guys trust him? He's a black man in the NBA. Got to support him, of course. But do you think he's? Do you think he'll be a better coach than Daryl Morey? That's the that's the better. Not Daryl Morey, better than I mean, uh, uh, Antonio. Mike D'Antoni, yeah. Yes, Mike. Is he not telling him just pull threes? Yes, yes, he's better. Just j- that Jack in playing five out was not going to work, and no center. It's just does it's Mike D'Antoni have any? Didn't he coach the Lakers too? He did. He coached the Knicks. 
I just know my man Lakers? Tony doesn't have a resume. I don't know how. Why when he coached the Lakers? I know he coached the Knicks. I just don't know why Mike Dan and yeah, Tony has been so like he hasn't done it. Wherever he goes, the offense does thrive per se. But what we talking, talking about winning wise, like yeah. that so is not a winner. He like, coached Houston, about, LA, Phoenix, Denver, and the Knicks. So he has over a 10 year, 11 year uh resume. Oh, with, in Philly for with zero rings, probably. Oh. So, yeah, I'm shooting, I'm going, I'm rooting for Come uh, on, how you feel it, buddy? Still remains to be seen. I don't think Houston can keep both guys. So Harden and Westbrook gonna be on the move. And uh well, there the owner came out. You heard we said it last week, the owner said they're not trading nobody. And I'm, I'm sure when they brought him in, they said, Yeah, they're not leaving. So you yeah, I was about to say they're gonna die there. Yeah, I'll go ahead and jump on the mouth for that one. Uh you think you so you think it was those two guys were the reason they didn't do anything in the playoffs, or because of the reason that well, yeah, a common a basketball reason, you know, didn't have a big man. Yeah, it's definitely the big man, but I, I don't, I mean, do you go get Drummond? I don't think he does much for you. I think you got to trade Westbrook. I don't, I know what you could tell everybody. I heard DeRosa wasn't on the block and he still got moved. And I never thought IT would go, but at the end of the day, this is a business. So none of those names were Russell Westbrook, though. Talk about a treat. So. I'm saying, and and, wait, wait, and this is the only only thing. Now, now it would be different if it was healthy. If I, if Isaiah Thomas coming off that MVP year when he got traded, he was 100% healthy. Then uh, you could kind of make the comparison. But Russ is healthy right now. He's still like in his prime years. That's not no. None of those were. I don't see that. That's your opinion, man. In my opinion, I don't believe Russell Westbrook is somebody who gets it done to a championship level. That's your opinion, man. In my opinion, ugly boy, man. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, I got Go, Jace. All right, so can we all agree? Okay. That after the injury, Russell Westbrook's IQ has just de- de- it just depleted. Can we all? I agree? disagree. Uh, I want to say it's IQ. I think. It's, yeah. It's uh, I think the system. The system hurt him because he right. can't shoot like them. No, uh, it's not even the system because he was you asked before the bubble, before the COVID stopped everything. He was the best player on the Rockets in February. Then yeah. that quad, that quad injury came in the re- the bubble, the regular season of the bubble, and then he wasn't insane. They rushed, they kind of rushed him back to the in the OKC series so they could win that game. That series of he seven. Him back. Yeah, yeah, so he wasn't at one hundred percent with the quad. He couldn't like run on fast breaks or yeah. play his usual ball. I got to see how... Uh, I don't think they should be together, but that's just me. I don't even, but I just feel like I got to see how this new system is going to work. That's yeah. just you. They uh, were, they were they're wide right. open. Just bricking. So they I, need I, to go for uh-oh. Andre. What was he bricking when the he Rockets was the player on their team before Andre the that last That last um, series they was in, bro, they, with the, with the he, was for, he was forcing... Russell Westbrook was very uncharacteristic in that play. That's what I'm talking about. His, his IQ, when he got hurt, his IQ depleted. Like it did. Hey, so you about to sit here and act like you ain't never tried to play nothing hurt? I have, yes, but I didn't play to the best of my abilities. No, but bro, you're shooting the ball. You can't shoot. First time we played pack basketball. I mean, yeah, pack basketball. Who? Uh, yeah, I was very feeling. Yeah, I was hurt. <laughs> um, before we, last NBA topic I got. The Mavs are in win-now mode. They say they would attempt to trade up in the NBA draft lottery, and they say every player on the team is on the block except for Chris Stapps, Przingis, and Luka Doncic. Do you guys agree this is the right move for the Dallas Mavericks to push all their chips in and win with Luka and Porzingis? Who are they trading? Who, who can they trade? 
other than Tim Hardaway. That sounds stupid. Who wants Tim Hardaway to move? Who gonna trade a high pick for Tim Hardaway Jr.? Let me look up their uh. Their, their, they must have like a fifteen. No, they're like they made the off, so they're like 17, 18 at least minimum. Seventeen is the lowest they could be. There's no way in their right minds they think they're gonna be top ten. So the highest paid player is Christos Porzingis. Then Tim Hardaway gets paid eighteen million. He, Tim Hardaway has a player option for eighteen million. He'll be back. Courtney Lee will be a free agent. Dwight Powell makes ten million next year. See, bro, who wants those guys? Like, who wants those? Yeah, I don't see for a, a for trade. top ten pick. Yeah, I don't see a attractable trade piece here. So he came maybe, out, maybe maybe Boban or Dorian okay. Smith or just so the Mavs came out and said we don't really want to trade for real. <laughs> Wait, we talking about the Mavs, right? Yeah. Uh, but you gonna record? You gonna um? No, they're not a good know. team. They lost in the first round. Thank you. Next, next, thank you. Come again. So they were hurt. He got, got some trade value. Like he's they a good eye shooter. Then he had stops. Curry got some trade. Curry. Uh, oh, Seth, 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 I couldn't hear you. If Dwight Powell come back from the injury, maybe they trade him to get $10 million off the book. Bro. He, he was playing good before the injury. They need to just try to get people, they need to attract, try to attract people to come play with Luka. But they could try to sell, they could sell Tim Hardaway and Powell probably. People will take him. I don't think they're going to flip them for no good. Oh, yeah. Pick. I was stuck on the move up. In the yeah, draft. you said move up. Where are they going to move to? Because if I'm in the front they, of that, they didn't want to enter the draft lottery. They won't be, they won't well, be top 15. That's what the they, Hawks said. Said, the Hawks said they The Hawks said they selling their pick, but I don't think the Hawks want Tim Hardaway Jr. back. Or, or unless they get they, you know, they might add future picks. That's the only yeah. thing that makes sense. The Hawks give up the six pick. Oh, if y'all send all y'all first for the next three years. With That's Hardaway. what I'm saying. That's the only thing that makes sense. I just see um, the Mavericks are only 15. This draft is good, but this draft isn't. I don't think it's that. If you're not in that top, if you're not in the top five, though, I feel like it's not. It's a lot of talent in this draft. You're on that top five, bro. It's kind of like I don't. I I wouldn't say this is is almost. This is like uh, they got a lot of. I'm not about to say baby. It's it's a hard draft because the season didn't finish. We didn't get to see the tournament. I think that makes it harder. That too, and because like the the top three, top four, top five picks are so like. Sought after, like we didn't, we didn't hear about anything else other than the top five. Yeah. So and like Cole, Cole Anthony, outside of the top five, Cole Anthony would be my favorite person to go for. It, but yeah, he, all I'm gonna say is players are good. This year, I'm gonna say they, they said there's one national pair that's five. That Devin like, Adija, been, yeah, but the white boy Devin Adija, and they and, 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 and coming in too. Like Malden is good though. Theo Malden, but again, is he a franchise changer? I don't think so. Who you sound like the Hawks game. Theo Mountain was like 18. He was like a Walmart Luka. Yeah, well, yeah, he was. He was. Like he was 18. Lamelo technically an overseas player, international player too. Oh, who no. gonna flip on Lamelo? No, I'm saying that's bro. I'll Arthur say Hampton, outside of Melo, Amen, and Wiseman. I'm not pressed to to trade. Okay, we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I don't know what happened, but we are back in live. Before we continue, I just want to read the report that the Mavericks said. It said the Mavericks have made all players available for a trade with the exception of Luka Doncic and Christoph Porzingis in pursuit of adding a lottery pick to, the, to their draft night set, which currently includes pick numbers 18 and 31. The general manager has made other teams aware that uh, they, they are interested in adding a third star along Doncic and Porzingis and is reportedly in urgency mode. Jim? Urgency. urgency mode. How? They're not yeah, going to come out the West? It sounds like they about to throw a bag. Y'all forget they got Luka Doncic, bro. 
but they got no trade. They got no trade piece if we exclude. They don't have trade like pieces, them. and they're not coming out of West. I don't even care about the trade. They got. Little, I like them to get a little, a little Tobias Harris. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the six is selling him for sure. He could go. I know you <laughs> like that type player. J- Josh is super powerful, man. Oh my Before god! Before we go to uh, new music, Josh, Josh, they best well, second best defender. Him and uh, Thabo. I wouldn't trade. Yeah, Josh. They, if they had a two way defender, a two way player. They, that's what they, 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 they thought Tim Hardaway would be, but Tim is just Tim yeah. be chucking that. Tim, is Tim Hardaway is jacking it. I don't even. Tim, Tim play basketball. I mean, Tim Hardaway play basketball like Trey do. Oh wow! Why? Why are you here? Who are you? We're in the we're in the music section, but you came too late. Bruh. We're, we're in the what? I'm sorry. We're in the music section. You came too late. New music. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, what happened? Oh, yeah. So last week, we were blessed with Positions by Ariana Grande. I checked it out. It wasn't rememberable, but it was cool. Um, Tyler Harrow by Jack Harlow. The video was cool. Uh, Her dropped damage. Ty Dolla Sign dropped his project, which I will say. <laughs> Makes us fun. He left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ty Dallasan dropped his project. Carol G dropped a single. Saweetie dropped a song featuring Janae Aiko called Back to the Streets. I like you're repeating this. I think we already heard this last week. Yeah, I'm saying what came out. Like, oh. Boy. Killer Roy dropped a song. Um, but anywho, the highlight of last week for me was Ty Dallasan's album, which I can say right now for me is in that B minus C plus range. I'm not gonna give it like amazing, but I'm not gonna say it's bad either. I like the way he played it. I like a, a couple of songs. Um, my favorite was the, one of the songs he's not actually on called Dr. Sebi, which is just a young thug interlude. That was good. I also like Nothing Like Your Exes and I also like Tyrone 2021 featuring Big Sean. I like Freak with Quavo and I like Double R with Lil Dirt. Universe with Kehlani was good as well. And lift me up with featuring thug is good as well. A couple more songs, but you know I'm not gonna name the whole. I'll be naming a lot of songs. But um, yeah, that was my highlight for the music last week. Don't this you week, worry. I, I, oh, I thought you were gonna say something. though. you gotta keep going. This week we'll be getting blessed with the Trippy Red album, a King Von album. Who's the other person? Um, I keep forgetting the last person. First date. I'm gonna smoke. I'm feeling all the drugs. Huh? Who was who else supposed to drop? This the week? trifecta this week: Von, Trippy Red, and yeah. mm-hmm. y'all call this a music segment. Von, Trippy Red, Von, Trippy Red. Hey, Jace, who dropping this Friday? Y'all heard yet, Gaddy? No, I didn't listen to it yet, but I heard it's five. Yeah, you said it is five. Yeah, yeah, that song with Gunner is hard. Yeah. And the one with Got It and Key Hard. Yeah, like the only that. one I didn't like was Friends with Benefits. He was trying Man, to stop cursing. Oh, my fault, Slime. <laughs> well, since he's not talking, Jace, what was that story OJ talking about with Young Boy? You liked it? Yeah, man. It wasn't too bad. You know, you talking about he's going to have a baby with Regin- uh, Regina. You know, like, why not? Why not? <laughs> so it's really a good song? Yes, bro. Did y'all hear what I said about XX Mom? No. Didn't hear what you okay, said. so that was what I was trying to say. So she announced that he has a song with The Weeknd coming out soon, and she's considering doing a hologram tour. How do you feel about a hologram tour with XXX? 
I don't want to see it. I feel like one of the newscasts. Hold on. I don't want to see oh, it. God. I was going to say something. Like, it looked like something. Okay. Like high um, school news, newscast. What else I want to say? I can't even remember. BET Hip Hop Awards. BET Hip Hop Awards. How'd the baby get the most nominations and not one win? Not one of them. One in like 11. Somebody said they didn't want to hear Suge for the 12 million time. Yeah, I'm gonna you got nominated. Right. Hip hop awards. <laughs> so best live performer went to LaFlame. It was Travis. Uh, Travis the Scott. Only, only person. Best hip hop video went to Future featuring Drake. Life is good. Hip hop album of the year went to Roddy Rich. Please excuse me for being antisocial. And song of the year. The Wait, box. what was it? Album of the year went to Roddy Rich for uh Please excuse me for being Box probably won song. For 2020? Yeah, because it came out in December 2019. So it came went over. It came out after the last award show, which was last October. Over like, whatever album, whatever album you think should have won probably didn't will have to make it for next year. Nah, nah, my, my, nah, turn, baby, baby. my turn was nominated, it just didn't win because it was 2020. Oh, you said my turn should have won, Jace? Yeah. Spike, um uh Tiana Taylor won video director of the year. Lyricist of the year went to Rhapsody. Hip hop artist of the year went to Megan Thee Stallion. A lot of people were upset about that. They thought Lil Baby should have got that. A lot of controversy. Producer of the year went to Hit Boy. Hit Boy. That's nice. Best collaboration went to Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, Savage Remix. Song of the year went to, oh, the box, you already said it. Beyonce then, dude. Best new hip hop artist went to Pop Smoke. Can I say pop and forget to smoke? Rest in peace, woo. And. Uh, the best featured verse went to Beyonce for Sav- her verse on Savage. Beyonce, Beyonce the impact track of the year went to Lil Baby for the bigger picture. Yeah, it's bigger than Black and White. DJ of the year went to D Nice, who was the kickoff and pioneer of the whole uh, what's it called club quarantine thing. He did, he did the first. Oh, that's actually that. That is actually that. She was the first club quarantine person, so. His live hit like a million people or something crazy like that. It was the first person to do it. And then Versus started after that. And so he got a BET award? He got a BET award for DJ of the Year. He's at Essence Festival every year when we uh, go down there in New Orleans. You know, old black women love him. So got to respect it. Best hip hop platform went to Joe Budden Podcast. Yo, shout out my boy Joe Beasy. What Joe are these Beasy. awards? Best hip hop platform. Hustle of the Year went to Megan Stallion. Hustle of the Year Duo and best duo or group of the year went to Chris Brown and Young Thug. Let's do their handshake. Let's do their handshake. No, handshake. I'm gonna be one. Lime and B was hot. I like people it. slept on that show. Yeah, it was just uh, on SoundCloud, and then it went to Apple Music. Then it went to Apple Music because uh, Thug was like, I didn't even want to put that on there. He was talking. Somebody tried to diss him. He was like, I didn't even want to put that on French there. French Montana. Yeah, French Montana was like, Slime and B, bro. What is that? He was like, I didn't even want to put that on Apple Music. My boy, my boy, my slime. Chris asked me to put that on there. Don't play with me. Let me see. It was so funny. Uh, best international flow went to Stormzy out of the UK. Uh, so this year was different. So they was performing everything kind of like <laughs> little baby pre-recorded. and forty two Doug open it up with UK. I don't like. I don't, I don't like, like how the mic sounds with in the back. That's, I don't like uncensored view. music played on live performances. That's just, it sounds. Neither do I. That sounds ghetto. Yeah. Back <laughs> cheap. All that. Boy, to to the, to the, I'm rocking with the line. Y'all rocking with the braids. I remember when Wayne yeah, had, yeah. had uh did one um outside of the when he did gossip at the yeah. Um also uh happy birthday Frank Ocean and Monster is six years old. Shout out Monster. Six year old birthday of Monster. Can we, can we talk about it? 
What about it? About the Megan Stallion and um and uh little baby situation. Go ahead, and shake it. I'm not shaking. Hey, it. Be and be respectful. I'm gonna have. Oh yeah, I'm be respectful. She had a great year. A great year. She had a wonderful year. But I'm gonna say it. We know she's not the entertainer of the year, or rapper of the year, whatever. We know that. Kanye said he wants to buy Universal Music Group for thirty-three billion dollars. Uh, I love. Him. Speaking of, speaking of wait, Universal Publishing. Wait, 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 I got to, because you know why that phone got to take out. You know why he said that, though? He just did the interview where he was like, you know, money isn't real. So, um, you know, he's going to sell his, the shoes going to be a dub because money isn't real. So when his shoes are $20, then that's going to counter, like, you didn't see that interview when he was talking about money isn't real? No, that's, it was the same interview. That's what he said it on, yeah. Yeah, because he, yeah, so that's. Uh, Jay-Z, Jay-Z launched a new cannabis line called Monogram. Hey, man. Kendrick Lamar finna be back. Um, he's, Kendrick Lamar just signed a new uh, publishing deal yeah, with Universal. Universal and, and he Busta, has a feature with Busta, Busta Rhymes. Rhymes album first comes feature out of 2020. Friday. I remember he was conflicted. Misuse your influence. First feature of 2020? Yep. First feature. How? That this That's is his first feature. This is his first feature in 2020. LMA so, dropped a new song called Not Another Love. He wasn't on... Demond, what's wrong, buddy? Baby King dropped. Baby King get one twenty twenty. What's wrong, Demond? So we're just gonna dismiss the biggest news of the week, music wise, that Drake dropping an album in January. Ah, but we're gonna do it now. Yeah, it's 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 not even November yet. Do I care what Aubrey Graham is doing? No, I'm playing with you. But it's, it's the twenty twenty one, bro. What? I did buy some certified Liverpool merch though. Huh. Wait, how? How did you get it already? Oh my God, you didn't get him? It dropped. I put it in the chat, but you don't be present. You don't be present. Yeah. <laughs> <Man in the laughs> <t> <laughs> Red got to drop again. No way in hell he don't drop it again. He didn't drop the fire thing, which is the puffer jacket with the hearts on it. it is it Nike? Like Nike yeah, collab? Nike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you Adidas athlete anyway. I'm going to resell it. I don't care. It's on StockX. <laughs> yeah, they, the, the price is, the hat was for, the hat was on like $35 and it's reselling for $140. That's ridiculous. That was the hat was straight. What weirdo drops the merch before the album? Somebody that has Harvey enough. Graham, who can do whatever One, he wants. Yeah. He dropped the whole website. It's called drakerelated.com. He shot, a, he shot a video at Nike headquarters. Like <laughs> he has those two Mercedes that's worth a mil. That's crazy. I want them cars. Have you seen Drake's bathroom? I didn't really care about the bathroom. That's like no boy I got money. Take a look at it in the bathroom. Uh, top five, no debating. Top five, no debating. Mm -hmm. Top five, top, top five. Top five, since Jay said he, he don't listen to me. Drop, drop your top five <laughs> Meg songs. I can't do that. I can't do that, man. I can do that. I, can do I don't even want to talk about Meg because my yeah. ex listen to her a lot. <laughs> top five, King Von or top five, Trippy? I feel like we did Trippy before, but he's dropped a lot of music. Y'all boy's never going to get that, what's it called, that uh, certified little boy merger. You ain't going to get that sent to... I don't think everybody wants to move on. To who? July. Yeah. Why you say that? I don't even sound right. Uh, it hasn't even came out. The album hasn't even came out yet, but I promise you I ain't gonna album comes out in January, Jace. Bro, I ordered <laughs> I ordered Travis Scott um the Wait, it's not Travis. It's Nike. Pre-order it tells you that pre-orders. Right. Now when you don't get this merch already made. They've been giving out this merch for, for the last four months. He's been giving packages to people, care packages of the merch to people. Well, I ain't never get a Bro, you're not OVO. You're not OVO, but you're not born in October. Oh, you ain't say it was OVO. I ain't know that. No, he was giving them to different people. He gave some to um, who was it? Drewski got some. A couple different people. Like you don't got to be OVO to get it. Drewski, uh, so Odell got some. Drewski, uh, Nike so, athlete. 
LeBron got it. He didn't drop the puffer jacket yet. Hmm? He didn't drop the puffer jacket yet. Puffer jacket did not drop yet. When that drops, that he gonna probably uh, he's gonna have to. He's gonna buy five of those. He'll probably tax on that jacket. He's gonna have to. That jacket five. I like. Still like thousand dollars. Drake, he whatever the OVO jackets were is where he probably gonna make the puffer jacket. Hell yeah. The OVO jackets was two eighty nine. The last, the new ones he just dropped. The regular hoodie. He got to drop another hoodie. Like you know, like the the North Face looking one was two eighty nine. Oh no, nah, I'm talking about like the OVO. Oh yeah. Is there any more colors? Bro, you gonna drop another one? Oh, all, he got, all he had was white. It looked like. Yeah. No, yeah, black. You had the the way you had to click it was weird. It's like you gotta click the button and then click another button to get the get to the colors. He had a lot of black, white, and like gray, look grayish. Looking he could have went hard. I, I got I, a white shirt and I got a white some socks, but I didn't want the hat. And then the hoodie I was going like out. it. Whoever was designing, I'm like yo OVO. I'm just okay. not getting my YB merch. Yeah, that, that, that I know that just came out. Yeah. Now all the resellers posting it. But anywho, top five trippy red songs. Let's get it over with. Go ahead and wrap her up. Put a bow on it. I feel like we already did this before, but you know, he drops a lot of music. So what we doing? Yeah, I have my list already. You doing trippy red? My top five trippy was toxic waste, negative energy. I try loving, taking a walk, wish. See what I'm saying? That was so old. But nonetheless, we're gonna start over. Bruiser said, let's do top five Frank Ocean. So we're gonna switch it up. Can you do Frank Ocean, Jace? I feel like you can't. You say I can't? I'm asking. Uh, I'll try. I'll try. Top five Frank Ocean tracks. We started with Trey. Let's go. Accurate Integral, Pilot Jones. <laughs> Let me hurry up. Uh, Accurate Integral, Pilot Jones, Crack Rock. Man, all my songs will be on one album. And um, Accurate Integral, Pilot Jones, and anything off Nostalgia Ultra. Like, for the rest of the other three. Like, anything. <laughs> Got you, Demond. You take it away. My top five Frank Ocean songs. My honorable mention is "Nature Feels" off uh, Nostalgia Ultra. Um, <coughs> uh, sample off M- MGMT's "Electric Feel." Uh, Pyramids off uh, Channel Orange. This is uh, my top five. Miss you so. I liked a lot of songs off that album. In my room, I think is one of Frank Ocean's uh, dope singles. Love Crimes. Again, off Nostalgia Ultra. And then number one, I think this is everybody's top five Frank, and Sh- Frank Ocean song, Nights. That's my that's my guy. I thought you were about to say Novocaine. You said Nights. Wait, sorry, sorry. I have to cut off. My honorable mention, because it might be tied for my favorite, is Lens V2 with Travis F. M. Scott. Frank Ocean, he ate that song. Uh, Jace, it's on you. Um, yes, five is Chanel. Four and Novocaine. Wait, no, 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 no. Actually, five is thinking about you. Four Chanel, three Novocaine, two Knights, and one Pink Matter. Oh, so this was straight mainstream. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> just, like, I just listen right, to it. You're wrong a second. I'll go first. My honorable mention is, including two of his features, she featuring Tyler Creator. I mean, she, Tyler Creator song. And no church around off no church in the wild from Watch the Throne. Another honorable mention I have as well is Songs for Woman and No Bonnie. Uh, my top five Frank Ocean tracks include number five, Night. Number four, Bedtime Story. Number three, I uh, like We All Tried. Number two, Miss You So. And number one, Swim Good. I'm about to dive in this ocean. All right. <clears throat> my honorable mentions are No Bonnie of Lonnie Bro Collection, Lens. Futura Free, uh, 
There Will Be Tears and Strawberry Swing. On top five is five, Miss You So. Number four, Acura and a Girl. Three Nights, two, White Ferrari, and one, Rushes Off the Endless Album. Featuring Jasmine Sullivan. Frank Ocean's hardest verse is his verse off um, Odd Future Volume Take 2. Uh, that was his boy. He snapped. I was like, "Oh, he can rap." Wow. Yeah, he can. He can. He can. Go ahead, wrap it up, then. Is there any news breaking? Is that a podcast? It is. Um, it was a random. I do have uh, because I don't know what he was trying to say, but I know y'all saw it. Somebody was trying to compare. Somebody tried to compare Tua, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. They said Tua gonna be Phillip Rivers, Joe Burrow gonna be Big Ben, I wanna say, and Herbert is gonna be Eli. And I just would like to say that was like the most out of pocket. Kind of flip a lot. Yeah, it was too. I thought he had a miss. Y'all didn't see that though? I saw it. Seen it. Hold on, Jace. I'm about to kick you. <laughs> He's doing it to yourself. I heard they comparing Tua to like Drew or something like that. Tua? Did, the, did he, he play his first start? Uh, this Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. So did he play last week? Like did he, he played? In, in like the last like, two minutes. Yeah. Completed two passes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing all of that and he still started? Schlappin and got you. And this will conclude episode 79 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast. Beside me, we got uh, Mr. Damon Geis. Thank you for having me. Go follow Every Yards Matters. Check out episode one of the Every Yards Matters podcast, episode two incoming. Or go check that out now. It's out by the time you'll see this. Hopefully, depending on how I feel. That's when we got Mr. Trey Kemp later rival as always. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you had a good career. Stop tripping, man. Quiet. Below me, we got Slim Reaper himself, who can't seem to control his mouth. Hopefully, he doesn't curse on this outro, Mr. Jace. Nah, I ain't gonna curse, bro. Love y'all boys, man. You know, go vote, all that. Um, stay healthy, stay safe, and yeah. Go be blue. Beside me, and last but not least, beside me, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter, who had technical difficulties. Go vote. Shout out to LA. Two championships, same year, since 1988. Um, shout out Mookie Betts and LeBron James. Two MVPs, both black men. You heard it here first. Oh, go That's vote. And cut the. And I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in for this wild episode 79. Uh, it's a short one. We didn't even crack two hours, so Good. enjoyable. Baby food for you guys who doesn't like long form. And we are out of here. Woo! Woo! Hey!